Hello and welcome to Queer Time Podcast, episode 3, and today it is just Rachel. Yeah, it was going to be Rachel and Maddie, but some complications arose and now it is just me. Alright, so we're going to, today we're going to be talking about the Gay Purge in Chechnya. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, we're going to talk about the attack on Jesse Smollett and the Supreme Court affirming the military ban. First, we're going to talk about Chechnya, which is part of the Russian Federation and Serbia. In December of 2018, it began a gay purge, and as of the latest article we could find, which was January 15th, 40 were detained and two were dead. Um, this started when the government accessed uh, the phone of an LGBT social media leader, and they uh, started mass detentions of the people they found in his contacts. There was an investigation backed by Vladimir Putin, but he found nothing wrong. Activists on social media are urging gay people in the region to leave, destroy their devices, and delete all of their contacts. People who have been detained, their documents have been taken away, they've been threatened, their friends and family have also been threatened, and they've been made to sign empty forms. Um, This happened in 2017 as well. Uh, Suspects were rounded up, tortured, and their families were told to kill them. They were also forced into outing their friends and people that they were dating. Uh, The leader of Chechnya, Ramzan Kadyrov, denies the fact that there is a gay purge because gay people don't exist, is what he believes. He says that since there are no gay people in Chechnya, there couldn't be a gay purge. All right, now we're going to talk about the attack on Empire star Jesse Smollett. Now that I think about it, this is not a very fun episode. It's just all kind of sad. All right, well, they yelled racist and homophobic slurs at him. They dumped bleach on him. They punched him in the face, put a noose around his neck, and yelled, this is MAGA country. This happened in Chicago around 2 a.m. on Tuesday. He was hospitalized but has been released, and there are two persons of interest so far. Uh, Trump said that it was, quote, horrible, but he didn't comment on the MAGA part. And Jesse Smollett said uh, in a statement, quote, Let me start by saying that I'm okay. My body is strong, but my soul is stronger. All right, his family condemned the, the attack. His family has said that the attack is a racial and homophobic hate crime. He added, The outpouring of love and support from my village has meant more than I will ever be able to truly put into words. I am working with authorities and have been 100% factual and consistent on every level. Despite my frustrations and deep concern with certain inaccuracies and misrepresentations that have been spread, I still believe that justice will be served. The Supreme Court of the United States has passed the uh, military ban that Trump has placed on trans people serving. Uh, in a 5-4 vote on Tuesday, the 29th of January, the ban went into effect. Uh, there are still lawsuits and appeals, and there is an injunction from Judge George Russell of the District of Maryland that he refuses to lift. Um, and. So trans people have not been prevented from entering the military. Uh, However, the legal case is still going through the courts and there is a possibility for it to be repealed. LGBT rights group Lambda Legal is pressing a lawsuit 
Their legal director, Sharon McGowan, has said, I'm absolutely optimistic with respect to the long-term prospects. The question is, how long is the long-term? So most people do believe that this will be repealed, but they are not sure when it might be a while. So now we're actually going to do an interview with one of our classmates, Alex Nihom Goncalves. So there's been a lot of debate within the trans community about whether or not you need gender dysphoria to qualify as transgender. Uh, for those who don't know, gender dysphoria is the distress a person experiences as a result of their sex and gender they were assigned at birth not matching up. Trans scum is a term used typically over social media to define trans people who believe you need dysphoria to be trans. They are often attributed to bullying and invalidating non-dysphoric trans people. However, a lot of people say that if you don't have dysphoria, then you are cisgender. Hello, it is Rachel again with Alex Nihon Goncalves. Yeah, hi. Yeah, and it is at lunch, and it's windy, so it's loud. It's really cold outside. Yeah, we're freezing. All right, Alex, first off, how do you identify? Like, um, I use he, him pronouns. I'm gender nonconforming. Yeah. All right, um, and do you think that you need uh, dysphoria to be transgender? No. No? You don't. Okay. But it, it does come along mostly with it because you, uh, you don't like your body for how you are and you don't think that this is the body you should be in. So naturally, you're probably going to get it or you're going to get some sort of form of it. But it's not necessary and required to have it to be trans. What do you think about the current debate within the uh, community about whether or not you need dysphoria? I think that it's, it is an ongoing debate, but it's like, everyone has their personal opinions on it, but you don't need it. It's not necessary, it's, people can think what they want, it's not always them the one having it. Alright, that is it for this episode. Thank you to Alex for being on the show. Thank you to all of you for listening. Uh, we are on Spotify and Anchor and a whole bunch of different places. You can just look up Queer Time and we'll probably show up. Uh, our Instagram is at Queer Time Podcast, and most of the rest of our social media is linked in the bio. We have a Snapchat and a Twitter and a whole bunch of other stuff that you should go follow. Also, Maddie is in charge of social media, so if that stuff isn't in the bio, then yell at her and not me. Feel free to tweet at us and email us at... Um, our email is queertimepodcast at gmail.com. We will see you next time. Thank you. Bye.